Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by top London radio DJ and certified Japanophile, Mr. Pete Donaldson. Pete, welcome back to the UK. Hello, Chris. I arrived back in the UK last night at 8 o'clock, went straight to a radio show at 10 o'clock, and now I'm here. (laughs) You're a busy boy. If you could could summarise your trip to America... In one word, what would that word be? Um, uh, cold, quite cold. We were in Canada oh and we were in uh, Chicago. I went up to Milwaukee. I thought, I've never been to Milwaukee before. Let's see what Milwaukee has to offer. Uh, and weirdly, their catchphrase, uh, all the people of Milwaukee, the Milwaukeeans, their favourite catchphrase is, what are you doing in Milwaukee? Uh, very low self-esteem. <laughs> The people of Milwaukee. <laughs> they have no idea why you would possibly want to visit. But it was a lovely part of the world, and I want to visit again. <laughs> One of my favourite YouTube channels, Red Letter Media, who mm. do like uh, commentaries on movies like Star Wars. They're based there. Right. Uh, and that's all I know about Milwaukee. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's Old. good to have you back. I yeah. had a good time in America. What have you been um, up to? What have I been up to? I've been looking for our, our Abroad in Japan podcast folder, Ooh. which uh, is always jammed full of interesting comments <laughs> interesting. and stories from you guys. But above all, there's also a lot of spam emails. We get so much spam in there. Um, and I thought I'd read a few of them out because they're so bloody brilliant. Well, My first is, one. This, this is an email address that's only existed for about a year. Well, over a year. So, like, what, fair play for the spammers to, to figure out uh, that it's a, a good receptacle for their trash. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm giving them free promotion right now <laughs> on this podcast. Ridiculous. Mm. But, um, yeah, I, I guess because our pod, because our, like, email addresses all over the internet people just spam it with loads of stuff we've got one here mm. that says dear friend which i think is a bit of an assumption <laughs> we are a club on paris on paris mm. london miami and berlin we are swinger club swinger club lover <laughs> we have members age 18 to 95 wow don't swingers need to be older than that uh swingers 18 to 95 with 146 members we looking now for members of our club <laughs> Do you like love people? Join with us. No money and no card. Log on to our YouTube channel and there's a precarious link to a YouTube channel yeah. below uh, that I will not be clicking did, on uh, did anytime Natsuki, soon. Did Natsuki write this? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think that even Natsuki's English is better than this. <laughs> well, what I like about um, it is they've got 146 members and that is spread across four different <laughs> gigantic cities. So I don't think they're doing quite well. It's no wonder that they're just having to scatter good people's email addresses. So like 146, you know, uh, what's that, like 20, 25, 
25 to 35 per location. They're mostly going to be blokes. So, yeah. I mean... Poor, poor guy who's trying, trying to is, spread his wings. What is it? What even is this? There's, like, no description as to what this swinger club is. It's just over, like, four or five cities. 146 members, but it doesn't elaborate on anything. Either way, I won't be clicking on that link. Be careful if you get that message about the... the <laughs> The Swinger Club. Uh, we've got another one out there. from Joseph DeSana. He says, Dear Sir Madam, my name is Joseph DeSana. I and my partners are interested in investing some money in your country, my country. For this purpose, we require an overseas partner who would oversee the investment on our behalf. The investment fund is $66.5 million, and we are willing to part with 10% of the investment funds for your participation. They're willing to give us 10% of $66 million. That's like $6 million. Just for managing this fund, it's amazing. Please send a reply to Desana, Desana J at yahoo.com as soon as possible so we can discuss modalities that would enhance success. Thank you, Mr. Joseph Desana. What do you reckon on that, Pete? Should we do it? Well, uh, Joseph Desana, Desana just reminds me of um, <laughs> that, that, that drink. Remember Dansani? It was like a, I think it was a water brand. I do. That, uh, the Pepsi the Coca-Cola drink. Coca- yeah. Was it Coca-Cola? Yeah, Coca-Cola brought a, a water yeah, brand. and it was proved. Yeah, and it was proved to have been just taken out of a tap and there was no, nary, a, nary a spring <laughs> found. Um, I think that was the case. Anyway, I don't want to get into any legal difficulties. Uh, I've had a difficult week with PewDiePie uh, supporters, to be fair. But uh, <laughs> but then, <laughs> I do remember Dansani. Uh, so Dasana, Joseph Dasana, beautiful name. I will not be getting involved in your... You know, 10% investment on $66.5 million. But, you know, maybe out there there is a man or woman willing to give us that amount of money for nothing. <laughs> you never know, do you? You, you never, never know, know unless you reply. You never know, exactly. But we won't be replying. Okay. And our last one is from Tanjay, and he says, Hello, sir. Ooh. Permit me to introduce to you a business idea I guarantee will be of immense benefit to the both of us. Please reply for more details. Regards, Tanjay. Tanjay. Uh, didn't really elaborate. Didn't no. really elaborate on what that idea is. Not a, and again, probably won't be replying. It's not a bumper crop this week, is it? Of, of spam emails. <laughs> no, but the, but um, the only them. reason I go through there is we do get uh, we do get a lot of um, people's messages. A lot of you guys, for some reason, your messages end up in spam. So I go through mm. there just to trawl through and see uh, if any have accidentally gone in there because I'm a nice person. Anyway, today I am nice. Today. Hidden spots in Tokyo, often requested. Everybody wants to know the hidden spots. Every day I receive four or five hundred messages from people asking me to tell them the secret hidden spots that nobody knows. Um, And whilst the spots on this list aren't necessarily hidden, um, they're kind of places that uh, most tourists might not go to. You know, they're outside of the usual places. Mm. Although some of them are actually in places like Shibuya, popular hotspots, but they're kind of buried away in buildings. Um, and so I think you've been to at least four or five of the places on this list. I I, um, I put the word out on Twitter. So some of these places are from Twitter. Some of them are you guys sent in via email, and some of them are my own and Pete's. Uh, and the first one out of 12 is uh, Shibuya Niku Yokucho. Now, Niku means meat, Yokucho means market. Mm. And we went there when you were here in June, didn't we, Pete? Do you remember what Niku Yokucho was like? Um, was that the one that it was... Um, uh, was that the one where we had spam? Or was that the, was that the old school place that we had, <laughs> where we had a lot of spam? You're not selling it. <laughs> You're not selling it with spam. Um, well, like yeah, corned beef. Corn beef. 
I think there was corned beef. It's about five mm. minutes from Shibuya Scramble Crossing, and it's on mm. the second story of this uh, building, the Chitosia Kaikan building. But if you want to know oh, where yes, it is, I just remember, look up yeah. Nik- Nikuyokcho. Mm. And uh, basically, it's like 25 different restaurants, all covering meat dishes. Uh, and you go in, and it's kind of like an open plan, right? Do you remember? It was an open plan, yes, lots yes, of yes, restaurants yes, yes. everywhere. But if you like, like barbecue or yakitori grilled chicken... I think there's Korean food. I remember we went to a Thai restaurant. I think we went to a Thai restaurant mm. with Spam. Um, but it's a great place to just kind of go out for dinner. And even though like thousands of foreign tourists walk past it every single day, not many people go in there. I think we were the only foreigners in there when we when we went, um, just by virtue of the fact it is hidden away. It's yeah. tucked away you on know, the second or you third wouldn't story. Was, you wouldn't know it was up there. And also, like, um, even though it's actually quite busy, you can always kind of get a mm. seat. There's always space for you. Absolutely. Because there's so many different restaurants in there. Yeah, so I, I highly recommend it. I've, I've been there twice now and uh, really enjoyed it both times. Great little spot, especially at Shibuya. It can be quite difficult, especially on a Friday or Saturday, mm. to uh, get some seats at a restaurant. That place, I tend to find there's always some seats going. So check it out. Oh, yeah. Niku Yorkcho. Uh, second one is from Simon and Martina. They're big YouTubers living in Tokyo. Um mm. Friends of mine, I haven't seen them in a while actually. Last time I saw them, we did a really awful live show on my channel, <laughs> uh, and I unlisted it. And we don't. I think we talked about it a long time ago oh, on right. this podcast, and uh, <laughs> best forgotten. Not because of Simon Martina, just because of the organisers that f- screwed it up. Anyway, Simon and Martina live in <laughs> West Tokyo, near a district called Kichijoji. Um, mm. It's a very kind of trendy district. Have you been there, Pete? Have you uh, been to Kichijoji? I, I don't think I have actually. No. But you're trendy. No. You're a trendy young man. You'd think I'd get sucked in. You've not gone there. <laughs> exactly. But it's about 20 minutes. 20 minutes from Shinjuku Station by train. Um, it often wins awards for being the trendiest spot in Tokyo. It's often like <laughs> top like one, two, three spots. But there's a place called Harmonica Alley. Uh, and it's just in front of Kitty Georgie Station. It's this little kind of conglomeration of old buildings and alleyways and bars. And I actually went there with um, Natsuki a few years ago. We made a, a video, really good video, that I forgot to edit, and I don't know where it is now. It's tucked away on a hard drive in the bottom of a cupboard, and I'll have to oh, no. get around to editing it at some point. <laughs> I always do that. Don't know why. Are you, are you, very, anyway. good at, um, are you very good at like naming your files properly? Because it's really hard to... There was a big Ferrari in Absolutely the BBC uh, this week because they edited Boris Johnson putting a laying a wreath at the cenotaph. Uh, and they edited an old bit oh, of footage yeah, into that. there. Uh, so people have gone wild about that. But I was thinking, I've worked in a radio station. I've worked in like a sort of newsroom. And these things mm. happen all of the time. <laughs> Boris Johnson, cenotaph.mp4, well, stick it in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, as a as someone who edits, I mean, I've, ed- I've edited like 200 videos. Yeah. And even now, after seven years, I just have not learned how to manage everything. <laughs> no. Like I've just got a big hard drive covered in like far, like mp4 files yeah that are just not listed or anything so all i don't of know my, all what of my they files are. are called quef q w e f i just jam my hand onto the keyboard in the top left quadrant of <laughs> just quef 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 <laughs> quef is that is that is that any secret code word is that literally just because you slam your hand down the keyboard yeah yeah okay. well so it's quite so q u uh, q w e and then f on the second row quef 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 brilliant so if you ever need, so you'll never find Brilliant. any files from me, mate, because they're all called Quef. <laughs> I just search by well, date these days. Quef aside, if you do, <laughs> I don't know how to, <laughs> to follow on from that. Uh, Kitty Georgie, though, 
if you want to go somewhere that's a little bit trendy, a little bit out of the way, there's not that many foreign tourists there, but it is kind of uh, really cool. Check out Harmonica Alley, Google that, Kitty Georgie, I recommend it. Great place. Oh. I had a fantastic night out with Natsuki, and one day I will dig out those videos and I will make that video. Um, but next one, number three, and this is the one that was recommended the most um, on Twitter, and it is Yannicka... Ginza, Yannicka Ginza Street. Um, basically, Yannicka Ginza, even though it's called Ginza, it's nowhere near Ginza. It's actually two stops north um, at Nippori Station, two mm. stops north of um, uh, Asakusa. Have you been there, Pete? Have you ever heard of Yannicka uh, yes, Ginza? I have. Yes, I think I have, actually. It's that. Um, it's got loads of great food places, but it looks like old Tokyo, doesn't it? It's very popular with tourists. Yeah, lots of... Um, I always find vloggers seem to go there. If you type in Yannicka Ginza into YouTube... I think every vlogger except me has been there and made a video. Though, I did go there to make a video once, the uh, the cat documentary, which I think we talked about before. Mm. Uh, there's a there's a cemetery near Yannicka Ginza called Yannicka Cemetery. And uh, apparently there's loads of feral cats. And I had to spend like two hours walking through the cemetery at like nine o'clock in the morning for this documentary, just searching out feral cats to put in the documentary. It's such a surreal <laughs> situation. Um, but yeah, there's loads of cats around Yannicka. So if you like cats... Mm and you like 1950s retro-style shopping streets, and you like food, then it's a really good place to check out. Highly recommend it's a, it. It's a beautiful uh, cemetery as well. I, I, think, I think I've been to that same cemetery. I love, I love a Japanese cemetery. You've actually it's been? Yeah, I've actually been to that cemetery, I think. I remember walking through it. What's your, what's your obsession with Japanese cemeteries? Just, look, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a chaos YouTuber. <laughs> That's what I'm like, mate. I'm... <laughs> I'm um I'm like what's okay. his name who had that fight with KSI? KLC yeah, just, you know I just want to see death. Oh god, yeah, put, put death in my videos. Well, speaking of chaos, uh, the next one is actually one that you recommended, Pete, and it's a bar, isn't it, in Shibuya? Yes, it's quite chaotic and loud. What is it? <laughs> bar alcoholic in Shibuya. It's a big old metal pub. Big metal uh, rock bar. You can kind of request your own music. The drinks are great. The atmosphere is fantastic. Sometimes it's quiet. Sometimes it's packed. Uh, every time I've went, I've had a lovely time. I've a red eye. Yeah, we had a nice time there, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we had a bit of a There seemed to be... Um, <clears throat> yeah, there was lots of viewers. I remember we took a lot of photos in there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was consistently good music playing, which is something I always look for yeah. and something that's quite rare. Um, <laughs> so if you like music, and you like Shibuya, and you like drinks, Bar Rockaholic, it's, what, it's about Get five, involved. ten minutes from the scramble? Yeah. A little bit tricky yeah. to find. Just, I don't know how you found it. It is a little bit, yeah. Go down, but I think I just search for rock bars because that's what I do when I go to a new town. I like indie indie bars, so uh, yeah, just walk down. They call it basketball street, don't they? <laughs> just keep walking until you get towards the entrance to what is almost Yogi Park. <laughs> there you go, bar rockaholic. Um, mm. Number five, another one that was recommended on Twitter. Uh, mm. Now I often talk about Odaiba being a good place to visit. It's kind of the futuristic island in Tokyo Bay. Um, but Odaiba, and it's quite popular amongst tourists, but there's this place called um, Tokyo Joyopolis, and it's like an indoor theme park. And I walked past it uh, for three years, and I often turn my nose up at it because indoor theme parks tend to be not that good. But then I went there uh, on a date once and uh, had the time of my life. That might be a, ah. actually, that's, that's, that's definitely a massive exaggeration. It wasn't the time <laughs> of my life, but it was very good. There's indoor yeah. roller coasters, there's some of the best arcade games you can find in Tokyo. You've been there, right, Pete? 
I went there a couple of times over the last five years, but I'm almost certain, Chris, I think this is the one on the list that, that certainly the arcade bit may have left us. There's there's the there's the driving experience for the company. I can't remember which car company it is, but um, I'm fairly certain they might have closed it down, or maybe they were just refurbishing it when I was down last, but uh, I did want to see. There's a big wheel. Have a go, have a go on the big wheel. That'd be fun. There is a big wheel. There is a big wheel. Beautiful no trip big wheel. To, Beautiful big wheel. No trip to Joyopolis would be complete without the wheel. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a fun place. Mm. On a rainy day, perfect spot to visit. Well, they, um, they also closed down that. You know that. You know that um, arcade. Um, I can't remember where it is now, but it's that arcade. Uh, Charlotte's talking about it online. Uh, I visited it a couple of trips ago. An arcade that the is the warehouse, Kawasaki yes. warehouse. Yes, it's like you warehouse or something, isn't it? And, uh, an afternoon mm. or something or other, um, but it's but it was it, it just shut down this week, which is very sad because it was a beautiful um, building, this massive arcade uh, building with all kinds of awesome arcades. But it was like yeah. it was dressed up like um, oh that that's Hong Kong, um, Kowloon Wall City, Kowloon Wall City uh, town. So Kowloon. yeah, very interesting. Mm. Beautiful. I uh, closed. Yeah, I regret never going. I always wanted mm. to go, but I I just sort of, I just missed it. So. Idiot. <laughs> I have a habit of like always trying to go somewhere and then just yeah, not going and then regretting here. it. Same and uh, damn it, that's gone forever. <laughs> um, number six was recommended by Dogen, the yeah. uh, the the YouTuber that you love dearly. You you always talk about. Well, you seem to love him. He's good for learning Japanese, admittedly. <laughs> he's very good during disasters. It um, seems. And yeah, he's very good when it comes to disasters. But he recommends Yokohama, and uh, mm. he's a big fan of Minotaur Mirai, which is the kind of futuristic district. And I, I mean, I, I, I'm reluctant to call Yokohama a kind of, what, hidden spot, because it's a massive city. But <laughs> they've actually had problems recently of tourists going there, but not actually staying the night, because most people it's stay so in close. Tokyo, so yeah, they sort yeah. of go there, come back. Um, but there's... Yeah, yeah, and there's definitely loads of great places there. There's um, one of the most extensive uh, bars with all the best cider in in the Tokyo area. It's called mm. Full Monty British Pub, and okay. uh, if you like cider, you've got to go there. Chinatown is really fun to walk around, mm. eat and drink, and I sometimes do night nighttime photography there. Highly recommend Chinatown. And again, there's another theme park, this time outdoors, called uh, Yokohama Cosmo World, and they've got a few roller coasters. Again, I think I've had like three or four dates there, Go up the Ferris wheel, get a good view over Yokohama, and uh, yeah, that's a, another good date spot. But um, I don't know what it is about theme parks being a good date spot. But yeah, have you been to Cosmo World? Have you been, um, have you been to Yokohama? I've not been to Cosmo World, but I have been to Yokohama. Uh, I basically, um, I think I've said before, uh, filmed my own little version of the Manic Street Pigeons video to uh, Motorcycle Emptiness. So that's what I mainly did. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Number seven is uh, Shimo Kitazawa, which with, I think I've talked about numerous times, but there's a specific place mm. in Shimo Kitazawa, and it's a place called Good Heavens Comedy Club. It's the only place that does English stand-up comedy in Tokyo every single week. Uh, 1,500 yen. You can go and watch your favourite act... Uh, usually, like foreign acts come from all around the world to visit this place. Mm. They've got a variety of imported beers, and for some reason, though all of my friends in Tokyo been there and love it, and always tell me to go, I've never actually been. But That's I felt like putting it on the list anyway, just because quite a lot of people recommended it, and I've always been meaning to go. Yeah, we should do it. I we will do go a, one day. We should do a football ramble. <laughs> we've, we've exhausted America. We should go to uh, we should go to Japan and do one there. <laughs> Take the live show to Japan. Yeah. It would do pretty well, to be honest. You could combine your uh, your many fans from the Abroad in Japan podcast <laughs> with the Football Ramble fans. We should do a show there. Yes. He's sold out. <laughs> do it. Yeah, you've, um, got, you've got Next to say one's yes another to one in Shibuya. Yeah. And we've had quite a few in Shibuya. This one's Bagus. And I, I love this place just because it just is the weirdest sounding name, Bagus. <laughs> uh, it's a sports complex in Shibuya. About two minutes from um, Shibuya Scramble, mm. but I, I always go there with um, like my friend Joey, the anime man, and they basically they have like billiards and darts and even a golf simulator if you, <laughs> for whatever reason you like golf simulators. Um, but like good place for food and drinks. Good if you're doing a bar crawl and you mm. want to go somewhere a bit more lively. Uh, Bagus, Bagus. Just remember the word Bagus. <laughs> it's such Bagus a weird everything. name. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where the word comes from. Certainly. Uh, <laughs> Certainly not a Japanese word. Um, <laughs> next one is a park. Now, obviously, everyone knows Yoyogi Park and Shibuya Park, but there's another park, Super Central, just outside of the uh, Ginza Shopping District near Yurakcho, mm. and uh, it's called Hibiya Park. Lovely little park. I always walk through there because I tend to stay in that area. I tend to stay at a place yeah. called uh, Akasaka, which is not... Asakusa, it's Akasaka, but it's near Hibuya Park. But it's a lovely place to walk through if you're passing through Ginza. But mm. there's not that, I find there's never that many foreign tourists there. I find it's kind of one of the sort of kind of hidden or forgotten parks in the Tokyo area. But again, yeah. as I said earlier, when I did the cat documentary, I had to go through 
the bloody cemetery, Yanaka Cemetery, for two hours. And uh, also in the documentary, I had to go through Hibiya Park for another two hours, also looking for feral cats, because they say there's loads of cats there. <laughs> uh, we did find a few, but admittedly, they are a bit of a rarity. Mm. But if you like cats you your best. and uh, parks <laughs> that no one knows about... Be a park. I did my best. <laughs> yeah, I uh, for the do- for the documentary, I went through it, and we did find a few. But it, t- it literally like took out like two hours walking around various ponds, and we found like two cats. I stroked them, we filmed it, and then we walked off. Uh, and ever since, I've never been able to find them. Don't know where they went. God, <laughs> God they're still alive. Um, <laughs> number ten. We'll c- quickly move on before we uh, delve into that. Number ten, Shinokubo. <laughs> Um, Korea town. Mm. I think you've been here a few times, Pete. Right. What do you think of Shinokubo? Uh, where's Shinokubo now? It sounds like somewhere I've been, but I can't. F- Korea town. It's like can't really place it to be honest. Three stops north of Shinjuku. Mm. It's just north of Shinjuku yeah. Station. Oh, uh, maybe. A f- but um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I have to be honest. If you cause... like mm. Korean food, yeah. Well. I'll take you there next time. There's a really good restaurant mm. called Nandaimon Chicken. And uh, for some reason, Koreans seem to be very good at doing fried chicken. Yeah. And we all know how I feel about fried chicken. But there's, yeah, there's a really good restaurant, Nandaimon Chicken. Go there if you like chicken and cheese fondue. Uh, but Shinokubo in general, it's a great place to kind of escape what feels like Japan temporarily. Because you, yeah. you literally come out of Shinokubo Station and you just see Korean typography everywhere. There's lots of lights and neon, and you feel like you've temporarily left Japan and escaped to Korea. And it's also a really great spot for nighttime photography. A lot of um, mm. uh, friends of mine who do nighttime photography tend to end up there. So, right. yeah, Korea town, Shinokubo, really close to Shinjuku, but uh, a lot of people miss it out, sadly. Oh. Um, the last one on the list uh, is Kagurazaka in Idabashi. I don't know if you've ever been there. Does that mm. ring a bell? Kagurazaka? Kagurazaka, no. Don't think I have, no. Bit of a mouthful, Kagurazaka. Mm. Kagurazaka. Um, basically, it's, um, yeah, it's just, it's, basically, it used to be near Edo, what was what was Edo Castle, like one of the main hearts, the beating heart of Tokyo. Um, so they had a lot of, big, a lot of um, entertainment industry there, lots of geisha and things mm. like that. Uh, and there's still some geisha there today, but it's a really classy, I say that, classy uh, but <laughs> traditional neighbourhood. Lots of great little alleyways, lots of traditional houses, the restaurants there are a little bit pricey, mm. like above what you would normally pay in somewhere like Ueno or Shinjuku. But the um, the streets are just really beautiful. They've kind of managed to hold on to some sort of traditional uh, kind of architecture there, which is always rare and nice in mm. Tokyo. But it's a really nice place for a night out, really nice place to go for restaurants. And um, yeah, I've been there four times. I think I've been, I've been there about four times now and... I absolutely love it, and then for some reason I just forget about it and I don't go again. But I, I want to go there again. Highly recommend it. Kagurazaka, Idabashi, yeah. beautiful place for a night out. Kagurazaka. Yeah, beautiful. And those are my eleven spots. And I, did, I think fantastic. I said twelve hidden spots at the start of this podcast, but it turns out it's actually eleven. Yeah, but I, I think can't you, count. But I think you um, added in a couple. In it, it was like a turd ducking. It was like an inception Definitely. kind of situation. In a couple of those, you added <laughs> a couple more into there. So uh, there you go. Uh, Tokyo Tower. There you go. Finished. <laughs> Tokyo Tower. Yeah, it's hidden. Nobody knows where that is. Twelve points. There you go. Twelve <laughs> hidden secret locations. Done. We've got two uh, two emails here. Mm-hmm. What have we got, Pete? 
Uh, Matt from England says, Hi Chris and Pete, I've got to Japan next year in May and I'm currently uh, going for a month by myself. Wow, so I'm wanting to get your options on whether you think hostels are a good option or stick to hotels. I uh, love the YouTube channel, Chris, keep up the fantastic content and uh, yeah, keep doing you, Pete. Matt from England, road! Road, road, road. <laughs> keep doing you, Pete. <laughs> hostels, Pete, how do you feel about them? Ah, get involved, they're always nicer than everywhere else in the world, so yeah, just get involved, at least you'll meet a few people and... As long as you can handle the the, the loudness, get just get a good set of earplugs and, and, and a sleep mask, and as long as you can manage your manage your, uh, your jet lag effectively, uh, you should be all right. Yeah, I think if I was to go back in time to my twenties, I would spend yeah. if I was travelling around hostels, really great place to meet people. You know, I've had so many great times. I've just gone to a city, gone to a hostel, made some friends, gone out and done karaoke. But now I'm nearly thirty and I'm really grumpy and old, I don't think it would really fit my personality. So for me personally, I would just stick to hotels. But if you are young, I don't think uh, <laughs> don't think Matt specified his age. If you're a young lad, Matt, definitely stick with no. hostels. Uh, if you want to just meet people, great place to do that. And the last question Good we've stuff. got is from James from London. He says, Hi, chaps. First of all, I just want to say I'm a huge fan of the podcast and the YouTube channel. Um, I moved to London in April and found myself falling behind on the podcast. <gasps> I currently work oh. in a shop in Soho. That's where you are, Pete. It's just around the corner yeah. from you. And during the yeah. summer, sometime, I remember looking out the window at work and seeing someone who I thought was Chris walking by. That's me. I didn't think much of it because I thought, oh, he'd be in Japan. It wasn't him. I realised after catching up that you were in the UK, Chris, around that time. Could you please answer me this? What are the chances it could actually have been you? And did I miss my chance to run out of the shop and thank you for hours of entertainment? All the best, James from London. Uh, yeah, it probably was me, because I was in yeah. Soho at least 25 times over summer, so... Yeah, well, we we were recording at uh, Absolute, weren't we? So, like, you you were, you were in Soho, definitely. Yeah. I can confirm. Oh, that's a shame. See, that's that's why you, sh- you should me. never miss a podcast. It's oh. not interested in seeing me. Yeah, if you want to see Pete, just, <laughs> I live just in walk Soho. around the streets. You might see me at any point during the day. Yeah, you might see me any. I'm, I'm leaving the There's house quite now. Literally... You might see me now. Oh, God. There's quite literally <laughs> no escape from Pete no, if you're in exactly. Soho. But, you never uh, know what yeah, I, I'm there whenever I'm doing a podcast. But... Uh, yeah, the moral of the story is always listen to the podcast, otherwise you might miss no. out. Just think I... if you had uh, had seen me run out the shop, you could have got a selfie. <laughs> but now you'll have to wait till Christmas when I'm probably going to be back there again. But uh, keep the stories, comments, questions coming in to Podcast at gmail.com. Please don't send us spam. Please no. don't send us weird opportunities to join uh, some sort of old people's club with questionable motives Uh, but do send us your stories questions comments but for now guys as always many thanks for listening to the Born Japan podcast we'll be back same time next week to do it all over again but for now no matter where you might be out there in the big wide world have yourself a great week and uh, well we'll see you next Wednesday sayonara Was a Stakhanov production. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 